Well, here we are again. It's been a while. A lot has happened. Um, but what has happened shouldn't have stopped me from producing episodes. So now this is the second time I've, I've done this to you. And I can say I'm sorry. But sorry without any actions really doesn't help either. All I can say is I, I'm sorry for not delivering what I should be delivering. It's just something I'm going through right now and... I'm really blaming myself. Um, I want to preference the beginning of this episode as I'm not blaming anybody. I'm not playing the blame game. This isn't a sob story. This isn't, oh, woe is me, feel bad. This is not that at all. I'm going to be 100% real with you about how I'm feeling and what went on. So, two months ago, I had met someone online, and we talked, and at that point, actually longer than two months ago, this was back in October, um, and I freaked out, I didn't think I was ready, so I just stopped talking to them. We started talking again, we met, and everything just felt right. It, it it felt natural. It felt normal. We started spending time together. Things just seemed to go well. And then we started to have some rough patches. Um, but we seemingly we worked through it. But then something else happened, and last Tuesday, um, I decided that I wanted to break up. Because the way things were making me feel didn't feel good. I had talked to several people and was basically just told, reach out to God. He'll let you know. He'll give you some sort of, you know... Whether this is right or not. So I did. I simply asked God, you know, give me some sort of sign. If if this is something that's good, you know, give me some sort of sign or give me or if it isn't, give me some sort of change at the way that I feel. Because I broke up with her technically through text. And then a couple hours later she texted me back wanting to work it out. And I didn't know what to do. And then, this is all happening while I was at work. Now, we're right in the middle at this point on this past Tuesday of a huge snowstorm. I'm the only person at the office fighting off tears all day because I didn't know what to do with this. And this was during my lunch, I had this vision of it being several years from now, 
And me seeing her with someone else being happy and thinking, dang, that should have been me. So immediately in my mind, I clicked, well, that must be the sign I was asking for. We talked it over. We worked it out. Ended up not really breaking up. And then some other things happened. Um, my past or lack of past came into question. All stuff that was bothering her. And again, not blaming her. Not blaming her at all. I explained myself, but I also explained that my past does not define who I am now. And I, I, I specifically said, three or four years ago, if you would have met me, you would not like me. There wasn't much to like about me three or four years ago. But that's not who I am now. And I just couldn't understand how you say that you care about me now, but you're kind of honing in on a past. It was bothering her because I don't have a lot of friends from my past. And things just kept going back and forth and back and forth, and she wanted to have space, and I began to think, and, and, and it, it, it began to hit me. That I began to feel like I was never going to be enough. It'll, it just seemed like there was always going to be something about me. That's going to be an issue. And especially with this. Like you could tell me now. Hey Scott there's something about you that, that just bothers me now. I can work on that. I can address those issues. But if your issue is that I don't have any friends from my past and some other things that I'm not going to get into because I just I, I don't it's I don't want to dig up that sort of stuff again. Well, I can't go back for six years ago and change that. And it just felt like I had to prove. And I, I, I shouldn't have to. So I finally broke it off for good. I told her through text, which wasn't great, but she didn't seem too happy about it. I wasn't extremely happy about it. But I felt it's what had to be done. And again, this isn't knocking her. This is the this is how she felt. I'm telling you how I felt. I felt like I was never going to be enough. Coming from people that have listened to this show long enough to know that's always been an issue with me. 
And I just felt I could not live that way. I, I did not see a way that happiness was going to come out of that. But here's where the real pain began. And I did something that she said early on that she didn't want to see happen. So again, not her fault. This was me. I put her in front of everything. More importantly, I put her in front of God. Up until that point when we started talking again, I was perfectly fine with me, God, and Alexis. And I was content with being alone and figuring I'm going to be like the Apostle Paul and I'm going to be single for the rest of my life. And then out of nowhere, she came into my life. But instead of just letting her become a part of my life, I made her my whole life. I stopped reading like I was. I stopped praying like I was. I stopped everything. And again, this isn't a sob story for me, but I feel really bad about it. I even told Pastor Steve yesterday. I felt like I broke up with God. And that's where the real pain is lying. The pain isn't lying from, you know, from the from the loss of the relationship even though yeah, it does hurt. It hurts. Cuz I truly thought it could be something and maybe it could have been. Maybe she was right and I just gave up too soon. But the way I felt, I just, I, I couldn't let it go any longer. Because again, struggling from not feeling like I'm enough as is. And that's where it kind of hurts too. And maybe I was, maybe I'm absolutely wrong. But again, this is, this is how I felt was it made no sense to me that if she would have met me four years ago, we would have never even started dating. Because that's how bad a shape I was. She would have never wanted anything to do with me. But now I have made a lot of strides, a lot of progress. It's night and day from who I was four years ago to where I am now. And for a while after after the breakup happened, I just kept thinking, but that wasn't good enough? And that's where I'm really struggling with a lot of this. And I know the world's flawed, people are flawed, everyone's flawed. I'm flawed, you're flawed, everyone is. It's just human nature. But 
But at this point, to just... It just does not make any sense. And again, maybe I'm completely wrong with this, but... It's just one of those things to where how can... My changes, which I know have all been good for me, not be enough for someone else. And not just her, but seemingly for anybody. And that's where the struggle lies. And I know a lot of you say, but you're enough for God. Why is that? Why do you need this extra? Good question. I don't know. Because I guess there's always that part of me that feels like I have a lot to give to someone else. I know that it's within me to love somebody else in a way that they have probably never felt before. And it's hard for me to know that that's within me and nobody seems to want it. And that's where it hurts. Because it's just, well, because it's just like sometimes, well, why am I, why am I making all these changes in my life and why am I? Because it seems like the one thing that I want, I can't have. And again, I've said this time and time again, so I'm sorry for being a broken record. But I see it all around me. And I'm sure no family's perfect. I've been told that by people at my church. Don't think that we're perfect because we're not. And I get that. But still, I see loving relationships all around me. And it still feels like in my head. Yeah, that's fine, Scott. Look, but that's not for you. And that's probably just my head. More than likely it is. But it still brings up the question, well, why? Why is it not for me? I mean, I have a lot of positive going on. I'm preparing for my next Bible study that I'm leading. This is the last week of the current ones. And then next week, I start. I've put in a, a pretty... Pretty good work on, on the first lesson uh, this weekend. It's going to be a big work weekend for me. Um, I'm, I'm not going to my archery tournament. Mainly because I'm not mentally prepared to compete. I have until March 2nd for the Iowa Deer Classic to get ready. But as of this point... I am nowhere near mentally ready to compete in five days. Not that I thought I had any sort of chance at this tournament, which was isn't the case. 
but I'm just not ready to, to even try. And there's no point to me spending the money it was going to cost to enter this tournament and to drive up there on Saturday in what's probably going to be below zero conditions. So maybe I'll go practice indoors this weekend, but for the majority of this weekend, from 1 p.m. on Friday when my shift is over with at work till I go to bed on Sunday, I got a lot of time there to, to put some work in. I, I, my plan is to finish up week one of my study and hopefully get week two, possibly week three done. But I'm hurting right now. And I know I've been told I didn't throw anything away. But I feel like I almost threw away everything. And I don't know why. I don't know why it couldn't just be inserting someone into my life. Not, not letting them be my life. I've done that too many times. That's why I've been married twice. It just... I just let it overtake me. Because it just felt so right. And it's just like, it felt great. Somebody saying they like me for who I am. And they probably still do. But the way that I felt just, I, I didn't feel like it was sustainable. Because <coughs> I just have more than me to think about. I have Lex too. And I can't let how things affect me affect my time with her which I feel that it did this weekend to a point she said she was fine it didn't bother her but it just and it all really came to a head on Sunday we did an online only service for church so Pastor Steve picked me up took me over to the church so I could help run the streams and his sermon was it was what I needed to hear and it just hit me and that's why I'm still hurting because I know I messed up and him and other people have even said it's it's fine God will forgive you, and I know. But it doesn't take away the disappointment that I have in myself. That I let it get to that point. Where I completely just shut everything out. And you know what? We had a miracle with her. She had a medical issue that she was going to get looked at. This was our first date. 
and she asked me to, to pray for her before we left. And I did. She had a lump somewhere on her that they did not know what it was that potentially could have been cancerous. And she was scared and I prayed for her the next day. She went in, got it looked at. And they came, the doctor came back with, there's nothing there. It's broken tissue from, from your pets jumping on you. But there's nothing there from what we initially saw. I guess that kind of shows... It actually doesn't kind of... It shows the kind of God we have. Even at that point, he knew she was not right for me. And maybe it was just one of those things where, where God was kind of like, you know what? I'm going to let you see what this is going to be. But even with that knowing, he still helped her. And I know he's not angry, he's not upset with me. It's like Pastor Steve said in in his sermon yesterday. He looks down on us and sees the finished product. He's just grabbing us by the hand and getting us to that point. But man. just talking to some people about things and someone told me today it's like hey you have everything a woman would want and I didn't know how to take that because if that was the case then how come nobody wants that how come it doesn't seem like anybody can see that or can see a future with that I guess I can say there's a person from my past that will say well no I see it too but that's a relationship that can never happen So I don't know, I'm just really confused right now and I'm kind of back to the thinking of maybe it, maybe I'm right, maybe it's just not for me. Maybe there's a bigger purpose, a better a better life, something that doesn't that does not include me with anyone else. And maybe it's because I was made never to have anyone else in my life. Because it seems like every time I try, I screw up. 
And it just really gets tiresome of being a screw-up. like all of my life I bet it's like want to be on that traveling basketball team in sixth grade Scott you had a great season guess what not gonna be on it because we don't want you on it sophomore year for basketball you worked really hard in the offseason Scott you're way better than you were a year ago you want to be on the sophomore basketball team? Well, guess what? You can't. Want to get that recognition that you always wanted? You worked really, really hard for three years. Driving yourself nuts in tennis and you finally did it. You got to the conference championship match. You want that recognition you always wanted? Well, guess what? You're not going to get it. You want that love of your life, Scott? That that other person that kind of completes the life and you're going to grow old with? Well, guess what, Scott? You're probably not going to get that either. And again, this I don't want you to feel sorry for me. I don't this is not a sob story. This is truly how I feel and how I've felt for a long time. But for a brief period of time with her, I didn't feel like it. But then that passed and now I'm just back to where I'm at now. Again, I'm sincerely sorry for taking this long to get an episode out. I definitely want to get back to this because I need this show. I need that outlet to be able to talk. So I definitely plan on being back on a weekly basis again. Either releasing on Sunday or Monday. All I can say is I'm sorry I messed up. Also, uh, while I was not producing episodes, we do have new listeners now. So I would like to welcome our new listeners in the country of Egypt. It's amazing even when I when I don't produce something for for a couple weeks it still continues to grow. And I know at the end of the day this is just just is just a blip on the radar. This is this is all part of the this this is all a necessary part of the plan. That God has something for me. I I still don't know what but I'm not supposed to know everything. I hope at some point he opens a little bit more up to me and and, and, and hope and, and I just need to get back to being closer to him.
Because they completely kicked him out the door when somebody new came in. But thank you everyone for listening. I certainly appreciate your support. Um, I I know I had talked about my archery YouTube channel. I'm not going to be doing that anymore. It just doesn't make much sense for me at this point. Um, all of my archery stuff, I'll either talk about it on here or it goes to my Facebook page. Um, but I do want, if you haven't, go over to Alexis's uh, YouTube channel, Angel Lex. I think it's Angel Lex 608. And she's up around 340 subscribers right now. So let's see at some point here in 2024 we can get her to 500 subscribers. And speaking of archery, they finally released the schedule. So my first tournament this year, like I mentioned, will be March the 2nd at the Iowa Deer Classic in Des Moines. I shoot at 4 p.m. that day. And then I have three chances to get to the state tournament when the ASA season starts. April 20th is the first qualifier of the season at Iowa City. It's a big qualifier because not only is it the first of the season, but it's also going to be at the site where the state tournament's at. So that's a must for me to get to um, so I can at least see a kind of an idea of what the state course is going to look like. That's a, about a two-hour drive for me, so it's not horrible. It's close to where my dad lives. And then on May 11th, uh, the next qualifier in Montezuma. Montezuma, about a half an hour or so for me, so not horrible. And then July 13th is the last qualifier of the season. And that's in my old stopping grounds of Oskaloosa. So three chances this year. The state tournament is July 27th and 28th. It's in Iowa City at a place called Archer's Paradise. So... That is what's lined up for me for the summer. I'm also going to try to shoot in some local tournaments in Indianola and also in Knoxville. But again, I appreciate all your support, and we'll talk to you. Uh, we'll talk to you later on this week.